Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. We could try to explain what it feels like to get your work done on a John Deere. The way a Z-Track mower finishes in half the time you thought it would. Or how much easier it is to move mountains of soil with a 1 Series tractor. We could even go into detail about how it feels to tow up to 4,000 pounds behind a Gator XUV. But if you really want to know what it's like to run with us, you just have to get in the seat. Learn more at johndeere.com slash get in the seat or visit a dealer near you. Hey everyone, welcome back to Money Girl. My name is Laura Adams. If you're new here, I'm an award-winning personal finance author who's been writing and hosting this show since 2008. I hope your new year has gotten off to a great start. A lot of people have asked me about my latest book. I think some people are interested in becoming their own boss this year. So if that's you or you already have a small business that you want to take to the next level, don't miss my latest title called Money Smart Solopreneur, a personal finance system for freelancers, entrepreneurs, and side hustlers. You can get it as a paperback, ebook, or audiobook wherever books are sold. And if you want to learn more about my other books or even my debt and credit online money courses uh, or how to work with me, be sure to visit my personal website at lauradadams.com. My debt class is called Get Out of Debt Fast, and it is incredibly comprehensive, and it's a bestseller. So I would encourage you to check it out if maybe debt is something you really want to get a handle on this year. You know, taking control of your finances a lot of times begins with with acknowledging that you may have a debt problem. You know, it may be time to really, you know, kind of double down on eliminating or reducing your debt altogether. So I'm glad you're here. My mission with the show, as always, is to help you get the knowledge and motivation to prioritize your finances. Ultimately, we're all here to build wealth and have more security and less stress about the future. And if you're loving Money Girl, please take a moment to submit a quick rating or review. We have some fantastic reviews. Our team loves seeing them. So thank you in advance. That's a really easy, free way to give back to the show. And of course, I love getting your emails. I recently received one from Faith F., who said, what's the difference between a Roth 403b and a Roth IRA? Thank you for sending in this question, Faith. I know Roth rules can be confusing, which is why I get loads of questions about them. And I know it, you know, it's a little wonky sort of digging into IRS rules about retirement accounts. It might seem like something that only a CPA should know. But I promise if you stick with me and really get a grasp on these rules, it will be worthwhile. When you know the rules for using retirement accounts at work and on your own, you've got powerful knowledge for building wealth in the easiest way possible. 
So this episode will explain the similarities and differences between a Roth IRA and various Roth accounts you may be eligible for at work. Plus, we'll cover how to know if using a traditional or Roth account is best for you in the first place. And if you're not using a retirement account, that is probably one of the best goals, the best New Year's resolutions you can put into place with your finances. So stick with me and learn more about them. All right, let's talk about the difference between traditional and Roth accounts first. So just in general, why, you know, why would you choose a Roth over a quote traditional or regular retirement account? So the fundamental difference between traditional and Roth retirement accounts is that traditional, so maybe it's a traditional IRA or a traditional 403B or a traditional 401K, they allow you to make pre-tax contributions. That's great because those contributions, the money you put in the account, are deductible. They actually get deducted or subtracted from your taxable income for the year. So you cut your tax liability by saving for your future. That is just an amazing win-win. So traditional accounts are amazing if you need tax deductions for the current year. That could be the case if you have high income. However, withdrawals of your traditional contributions and the earnings or the growth in the account are taxable in retirement. However, they're taxable by your income tax rate, not uh, like, you know, capital gains rate. So that's uh, just something to keep in mind. You are going to pay income tax on those contributions and the earnings that you pull out of the account in the future. Now, Roth accounts, these could be Roth IRA, Roth 403B, even a Roth 401k. They require non-deductible after-tax contributions. So what that means is you don't get any tax benefit in the current year, but withdrawals of your contributions and earnings are both entirely tax-free in retirement. So the benefits of a Roth retirement account are a really big deal because you could have decades of growth in your account that would never, ever get taxed, which is amazing. That's really different from a traditional account where your investment growth just gets deferred. You know, you don't pay tax on it in the current year. You defer it until you make a distribution in retirement. Now, whether you should choose a traditional or Roth retirement account depends on how badly you want that tax deduction now versus paying tax on your contributions. In general, using a Roth makes sense if you believe your income or your tax rate will be higher in the future when you take withdrawals. In other words, paying tax up front on less income and at a lower rate is better. But if you believe your retirement income or your tax rate will be lower in the future, then deferring it with a traditional retirement account may be best. So you'd pay tax in the future when you take distributions and you've got, you know, a lower income or lower tax rate to have that calculation made on those withdrawals. And if you're unsure what the future may hold, which is, you know, probably most of us, you can split contributions between traditional and Roth accounts, which is always a smart move. That just diversifies the type of income that you can get in retirement. You'll have both taxable and tax-free income in retirement. 
All right, so now that we understand sort of the basic difference between traditional and Roth, let's talk about what exactly is a 403B that Faith asked about. What is that? Well, she did ask about a 403B, but it's actually quite similar. I call it a sister account to the 401k. So if you don't have a 403B at work, don't, you know, don't fear. What I'm going to cover in the show also applies to a 401k. Each type gives qualified employees a tax advantage way to invest for retirement. And you typically have the option to use a traditional or the pre-tax account or a post-tax Roth account, or even, as I mentioned, a combination of both. So a 403B and a 401K have basically the same rules. For instance, the updated 2023 contribution limit for both is $22,500, or if you're over age 50, you can put up to $30,000 in a workplace account. Uh, Each one allows you to withdraw funds penalty-free after the age of 59 and a half, and they both allow Roth options. Now, having said that, some employers may not choose to offer a Roth option, but they are getting very, very popular. So, you know, it's likely that you do have that ability. But here's the difference between these accounts. A 401k is available to private sector company workers only, but a 403b is only for tax-exempt organizations. That could be a public school, a state university, a hospital, a church. So it's likely that Faith is a teacher or maybe works in a hospital, that sort of thing. And if your employer offers both a 401k and a 403b, you can use both. But your total contribution can't exceed that annual limit I mentioned, which for 2023 is now uh, increased to 22,500 or if you're over age 50, 30,000. All right, so, okay, that's what you need to know about workplace plans. Now let's talk about the IRA or individual retirement account. So it's also a tax advantage way to invest for retirement, but it's available to anyone with earned income or a spouse with earned income if you're married and you file jointly, but you don't work. While there are no income limits to qualify for a pre-tax traditional IRA, there is with a Roth IRA. High earners are not allowed to make contributions to a Roth IRA. And that's because the benefits of the Roth IRA are just so good, as I mentioned. After years of not having any increases to IRAs, for 2023, the contribution limit has gone up slightly. So it's now going to be $6,500, or if you're over age 50, $7,500. And that applies to a traditional IRA, a Roth IRA, or a combination of both. But you just can't exceed that limit. So for instance, you could put $3,000 in a traditional IRA and $3,500 in a Roth IRA if you're under age 50 to get to that $6,500 annual limit. Additionally, the income limits to qualify for a Roth IRA are slightly higher in 2023. Let me review what they are. 
If you're a single taxpayer and you've got income between $138,000 and $153,000, you can actually participate with a Roth IRA, but you're going to be able to make a reduced contribution. You won't be able to max it out at that $6,500 or $7,500 level that I mentioned. And if your income as a single taxpayer exceeds $153,000, you can no longer make contributions to a Roth IRA. And a lot of people will say, well, Laura, what if I already have a Roth IRA? What happens? You get to keep it. Nothing bad happens. You just can't make any new contributions to the account. You can manage it any way you want. You just can't add to it when your income exceeds this annual limit. Now, if you're married and you file taxes jointly, when your household income is between $218,000 and $228,000, that's when you get a reduced contribution and none when you exceed household income of $228,000 as a married couple filing taxes jointly. And these higher income limits are great because that means more people can qualify for a Roth IRA and skip those taxes on investment growth and have the tax-free income in retirement that I mentioned. Note that you can max out both a Roth IRA and a workplace retirement plan in the same year without any tax conflicts that uh, actually exist for a traditional IRA. And I won't go into detail on that here because I've podcasted about it in the past. But just be aware if you have a workplace retirement plan and you've got a traditional IRA, the contributions to that traditional IRA may not be fully deductible just based on your income. I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of an infection, including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. 
Fast and Powerful Relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. From pit lane to podium, the Las Vegas Grand Prix is providing fans a race day experience at the speed they deserve. With the help of T-Mobile for Business, our 5G advanced network solutions are powering race day operations with event-wide connectivity. From streamlined gate entry to an immersive app, giving fans blazing fast access to the sport they love. This is accelerating innovation. This is the Las Vegas Grand Prix with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. All right. Now that you know more about the workplace plans, the IRA, what's traditional, what's Roth, let's talk about 10 ways a Roth 403B or 401k differs from a Roth IRA. All right. So we're going to go through 10 uh, components here that make them different. One is eligibility rules. So the first way a Roth at work and a Roth IRA differs is who's eligible. You can only have a Roth 401k or 403b if your employer offers it. But anyone with earned income that doesn't exceed the annual limits I covered, including minors and seniors, can have a Roth IRA. Number two, spousal benefits. One great feature of traditional and Roth IRAs is that you qualify for one if you don't have income, but your spouse does. Whether you're unemployed, a stay-at-home parent, or maybe you run your own part-time business, it doesn't matter the reason. A breadwinner can fund an IRA for their non-working spouse. And that's never allowed with a workplace retirement plan because they're only available for employees. Number three, contribution limits. I previously reviewed the annual contribution limits, and they vary significantly between a workplace retirement plan and an IRA. You can stash away much more in a Roth 403b or 401k or a traditional 401k or 403b than you can in a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA. Again, for 2023, workplace plans allow you to contribute up to $22,500 or $30,000 if you're over 50, but IRAs only allow up to 6,500 or 7,500 if you're over 50. That's why you should always max out an employer's retirement plan first before investing in an IRA. All right, the fourth difference between these accounts is employer matching. In addition to those high contribution limits, workplace retirement plans typically have another huge advantage, which is matching funds. Often, employers incentivize workers to participate in their retirement plans by matching their contributions up to a percentage. For instance, your company might deposit 50% of your contributions up to 6% of your salary. That's free money, so you should always be sure to max out any employer match that you get. And note that matching funds that you get from your employer are always made on a pre-tax basis. So they get deposited into a traditional account on your behalf. So that means if you're contributing to a Roth 403B, any matching funds you receive will be put into a traditional 403B rather than in your Roth account. And that's okay. Just, you know, they're just two separate accounts and you've got equal access to them. 
However, many matching funds do come with a vesting schedule, so you may have to stay employed with your company for a certain amount of time in order to take those matching funds fully with you when you leave. And the fifth way these accounts are different is income limits. The fact that a Roth IRA is the only retirement account with income limits often gets misunderstood. There are no income limits to qualify for a traditional IRA or any workplace retirement plan. So that means you can have a Roth 403B or 401k, even if you're the highest earning worker at your company. Income just doesn't matter at work. Remember that you become ineligible to make Roth IRA contributions as a single taxpayer with income over $153,000 or a joint filer who's married uh, with household income over $228,000. All right, the sixth way these accounts are different are your investment options. So another difference between IRAs and workplace retirement plans is how you can invest your contributions. Theoretically, with an IRA, you can choose any mainstream investment. It could be stocks, bonds, mutual funds, exchange-traded funds, cryptocurrency, and some self-directed IRAs even allow you to invest in physical assets like real estate and businesses. But in a workplace retirement plan, participants are limited to the investment menu offered by their employer. However, for average investors, that's really not a downside that would you know, keep you from using one. In fact, it could help you focus on mainstream investments and stay away from potentially riskier ones. As I mentioned, maxing out your workplace retirement plan comes with multiple benefits, including high contribution limits and potential employer matching. All right, number seven, early withdrawals. The rules for taking early withdrawals are similar for Roth workplace retirement plans and Roth IRAs. For both, withdrawals are tax-free if you've owned the account for at least five years and you've reached age 59 and a half or you experience a disability. If you have a Roth 403B or a Roth IRA and you're younger then 59 and a half, taking a distribution is considered an early withdrawal. And it would also mean paying a 10% penalty and taxes on non-contributions, which are the earnings portion of your withdrawal. And this gets a little confusing. There are no taxes or penalties on your contribution portion of the account because you already paid tax on them up front but you haven't paid tax on the earnings in the account. So when they come out, you do have to pay tax uh, and a penalty on them if you're younger than age 59 and a half. However, with a Roth IRA, there are certain situations when you can avoid taxes and penalties on early withdrawals. For instance, you can withdraw up to $10,000 to buy or build a primary residence, all while avoiding taxes and the 10% penalty on your withdrawn earnings portion. All right, the eighth way these accounts are different is taking loans. With either a traditional or a Roth IRA, no loans are ever allowed. However, It may be an option at work. Most 401k and 403b plans allow you to borrow up to 50% of your vested account balance, up to $50,000. However, if you do that, if you take a 401k or 403b loan, you do have to repay yourself with interest. 
and you have to do it within five years, and it's typically done through payroll deductions. That helps you make up for lost time, uh, you know, while your money is out of the market. But failure to repay your loan on time according to the schedule that is required by your plan is the same as an early withdrawal. So it would also be subject to taxes and that 10% penalty on the earnings portion if we're talking about a Roth account. So the main downside of borrowing from your 401k or 403b is that if you leave your job or you get terminated, you typically have 60 days to repay the entire outstanding balance. Plus, you also are not allowed to make new contributions to the account until your loan gets paid off. So that's a lot of time where you know you're not adding to your nest egg. In some cases, using another type of loan like a low-interest personal loan, may have fewer risks than tapping your retirement account. Number nine, required minimum distributions or RMDs. Many people don't understand that required minimum distributions with a workplace Roth and a Roth IRA have different rules. With a Roth 401k or 403b, you must take IRS-mandated RMDs starting at age 72. However, with a Roth IRA, there are none. So the Roth IRA is the only account that just allows you to keep money in it forever, basically. The best way to avoid having to make distributions if you want to keep your money invested is simply to roll over your workplace Roth to a Roth IRA, which does not trigger taxes or penalties. So that's just a smart strategy when you retire or you leave your company, you want to roll it over into a Roth IRA. And again, since you can keep money in a Roth IRA indefinitely, it's an excellent vehicle for passing money to your heirs. And the last way a Roth account at work and a Roth IRA are different is early retirement. There's an IRS provision known as the Rule of 55, which allows workers who leave their jobs for any reason to take penalty-free retirement account distributions at age 55. So that enables employees who want to retire ahead of schedule or they want to take an early retirement package an option for getting income before age 59 and a half. But The rule of 55 does not apply to traditional or Roth IRAs. Remember that if you've had a Roth IRA for at least five years, you can withdraw your original contributions without paying taxes or penalties, no matter your age. Faith, thanks again for your question. I hope this has been helpful to help you understand the differences. And if you want to leave a question or a comment for me, you can do exactly what Faith did and send me an email using my contact page at lauradadams.com. If you prefer to leave a voice message, I would love that. You simply call 302-364-0308. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Cameron Lacey. People 
people today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. 